I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course, devil stopped. I do like Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so perfect? This could be a while. Cafe Smash. Bad Perky Podcast. We're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk with cheese. We had gum with cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 101 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. Fuck you, Eric. We did it. <laughs> 101, biatch. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to congratulate people on their 100th episode because a lot of people stop at 100. So if they get to 101, then I'll, I'll a leave a voicemail. A lot of people stop at four. I know. I mean, honestly. Yeah, I'm not going to leave a voicemail to 101 and then you didn't leave the voicemail. Now, I, I could be, I could have misunderstood that, so I don't want to go too far with that part because maybe he said after the 101, I don't know. He's got some weird algorithm in his head about 100 just doesn't work so yeah we're here we did it um congratulate us and shit <laughs> give us love damn it <laughs> i'll uh, let i'll let you be the recipient of all the love then right right thanks <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate your uh standing by me there babe no i'm, I'm giving it to you mm-hmm. no you're gonna give it to me all right <laughs> see you had to go there i always do <laughs> That should be nothing new at all. So, how was your week, babe? Good. Yay. I got to host a million-dollar listing today, and it was exciting. Did you uh, see Scott the Pool Boy's comments on that? No, I didn't. He, uh, he commented on your picture saying Oh, he did? I didn't even know that. He's like, um, he's like, um, let me oh, see. it must have been the one you shared it. And it then was. He, oh, okay, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just know that you shared it. That's all I see. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you can like, spin, talk some stuff, and I'll try to find well, his comment It here. was really cool because it... It's in this super trendy part of Portland and like all awesome. And it's a really, it was a really good house. Like I've, I've been in some really shitty open houses right, recently. Right. Uh, and, and not just my own listings, but like other others, ones, yeah. other people's listings that I've offered to do the open houses. And it's like, oh, this is a great, not great house. And <laughs> so it was really nice to have a really awesome one with like, you know, million dollar clients walking through the doors mm-hmm. and, um, you know, nobody like came in and said, help me write an offer right now. But uh, I met a lot of really cool people and got a lot of good contacts. And well, so- I was going to say, it's, it's, it, to have that caliber of client 
if that's a, or at least that caliber of possible clients in a right. contact form, that's a good thing to have. So. Exactly. Yeah, I, I found his comments here. So he, you posted the picture, yeah. I shared it, and uh, uh, Scott the pool goes, "Damn, that's a rad looking house." And I replied back, "Yeah, just over a million rad." Dot dot dot. <laughs> He's like, "It better look good for that many rad." <laughs> <laughs> so and it did. It was like what one point one point zero eight. So yeah. it's a million and eighty grand. So <laughs> just 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 just, your, just another eighty grand. Just right? one point oh eight million. I got that in the fucking bank. No big deal. Um, yeah, but it it's uh, in this really really um, interesting part of Portland where in most of the hilly areas in nor- northwest Portland, you can see some mountains, but you mm-hmm. can't see all of them. But from this kitchen, you could see all three mountains, the entire bridge area. Like you could see. Oh wow! Yeah, that is pretty unique because of the way it, 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 it was turned yeah. and and but it had no um, you know west or east exposure. It was it was just. It was it was gorgeous wow. and awesome. It was over four thousand square feet. Yeah, it had four bedrooms and like four living rooms <laughs> and four bathrooms and it needed some updates. Like it's it's been a while, but it was mm-hmm. only built in ninety five, so it's that's not, not too bad. bad. Yeah, and yeah, I'm just over here sitting. Like, can I please just close in my little <laughs> know, right? square foot bungalow? Come on, <laughs> I just I just want my house, please. But it was just it was really I mean just really fun to be there and like I said meet. People that I wouldn't normally get exposed to all the time. Right, right. Um, so, well, it's going to be fun to see what my my lender is uh, his responses to my little Kurt email this morning. Yeah. Um, Your little snide. Well, it was just I'm sorry, but it, I wouldn't have had as big of a deal with it except for so I'm going through all the verification stuff that you comes with a home loan process, and now this is going to sound absolutely ridiculous. It's almost as ridiculous as a as a happy, super happy, fun time place that Eric works for, mm-hmm. not having a direct deposit. We have pay stubs that have no company name name on them whatsoever, so you have no way of knowing what company. It just says my name has my address, and here's the money that somebody paid me. <laughs> it doesn't say who, and it literally looks like something that you could like opened up Notepad and typed it in and and spaced it all out. So. Um, the bank and I, I'm, I'm, I'm used to this by now because we've, we've done car financing in the past. We know the whole routine. Like, yes, no, this really is a page stub. Yes, I know it looks like my kid made it. I get that. Um, and so we had to go through all this extra, um, work verification history stuff. And they actually went back three fucking years and required all these, uh, reports from our, our, uh, payroll company and this and that, the other thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So saying all that to say, I received this email this morning from my, my real estate agent saying, Hey, so-and-so talking to my lender. Um, have you taken care of this yet? Because the current problem is that the document he provides showing that I've got an approval amount for the loan. We're good to go. Um, looks very much like somebody opened up Microsoft Word and typed in their name and address. This person is, uh, is uh, you know, approved for X amount of dollars, yada, yada, yada. And so the uh, seller's bank is rejecting that, saying we need something on an official letterhead. So he sent another one that looked identical to the first one, but I think it had a his signature on it instead. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, oh, don't worry, I'm good for it kind of thing, <laughs> like a sign- signature. <laughs> and so my real estate agent emails him back this morning, like, hey, have you looked at this yet? Because... You know. it, and it it looks like you could have like right. a twelve year old could create it, on- and then he pops back with you know you know well I'll see what I can do, but you know I just want you to know this is a form I've been using for six years now, but and just kind of like throws it out there like you know why should I have to do the extra work right? And I'm like you know what that's enough I've had enough of this guy, so I replied back to him in a very professional manner. I'm like hey I can understand your position, I appreciate the, what you're t- saying here, 
but I just had to jump through 15 million fucking hoops to get all this, this verification of my employment and my income because my pay stubs didn't have the company name on them and they looked like a fucking, you know, my first stub kind of thing, you know. So you're getting called out for the same shit that you guys just called me out for. So don't you dare fucking take this stance of, you know, this is the same form I've been using for the last six years. Because so guess what? These are the same pay stubs I've been getting for the last 13 years. I've got seniority, bitch. Fuck you. You know? <laughs> So, but, but I, that's not what I said, but it was just, that, that's how I felt. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, dude, I, right now I'm like, I want, I, I could have had it done in five minutes this morning. I could have gone to his website, grabbed the logo, opened my PDF editor, smacked it right down in the middle of the fucking thing, saved it again. Nobody would have been the wiser and sent it off, but that's fraud. So I'm not going to be able to do that, but like, it's not difficult to do instead of bitching about the fact that you don't want to have to do it. Just fucking do it. It's what you're getting paid for. I, uh, and so I'm just like, so and it's I, one of the rare times where right. I've been in complete agreement with so you. So I just I sent a nice little email saying, "Hey, look, since you made me jump through these hoops, it's, it, hoops, it's time for you to dance, you little monkey." Um, but I said that in a very professional manner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what he has to say tomorrow when he gets back to work and and sees what's going on. But I'm just like, this is. Oh, and I also put a timeline too. I'm like, I'd also um, appreciate you getting this done this week, so this particular hoop is done and over with, so we don't have to deal with it anymore. Um, and so we'll see what happens and we'll see where it goes, but it's just like, I don't, it goes back to my whole thing of before of like, you know, these guys do this every day for a living. So like the fact that this is a surprise to them seems kind of weird and stupid, but that's just me. What do I know? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I really am. I'm so over buying a house. I'm so over it. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not giving up. I, I refuse to give up. I just, and I'm too, you know, too much skin in this process at this point. Yeah. But yeah. I, at the same time, I'm just like, this is, there's no need for all this bullshit. This is a, this is a simple thing. You have a house that you want to sell. That's a house that I want to buy. I have the money to buy said house based upon this mortgage I can get. Let's sign some documents. Let's make this shit happen. I don't see why you have to sit here and, you know, do this whole, well, I'm going to grab your dick and jerk you off. Now you grab my dick and jerk me off. Now somebody put a finger in the butt and then this person needs to do this. And it's just like, no, just fucking let's do this. Let's, let's get this house sold and move on. But uh, so, but you still have hopes that it's going to close soonish, or you did? Did I get obliterated this morning? No, <laughs> no, I still have hopes. I still have. I still. I. There's always the trepidation there that anything could go wrong because that, it and is, that's. But that's that's true across any I know. house purchase. And I, because of working in the industry, I just know all of the many things that can go wrong right. a little more clearly than most people. And right. And you know, there's there's just. There's just no guarantee until you've signed the documents and it's recorded at the county. Right. Like, there's just no guarantee. Right. Literally, until you have the key in your hand, yeah. there's, there's no guarantee. I mean, yeah. it, and, but the same thing can be said about anything. Like, I've actually seen people go to a car lot, get a car, drive off with it, <laughs> and then get a call. We couldn't finance you. Bring the car back. Right. It's like, whoa, what? Yeah. And <laughs> so and it's that that's true across. That doesn't happen with houses. Thank right. God. Um, <laughs> but that's why you. it takes so long to get the keys. Yeah. Except there is a thing. There is a thing called Occupy Before Closing, mm-hmm. which nobody does because right. it's just the worst idea ever. Um, where you, you get a chance where you can to move occupy in it, before but you have the closing. To move out if it doesn't go yeah, right. Yeah, it right. is <laughs> like why anyone would choose to do that and just live in fear. <laughs> Possibly hoping for squatters' rights. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, but squatters' rights are so hard to enforce. Well, because if they were any, if they were easier to enforce, we'd be moving into that broken down one. <laughs> Over there, was it broken down one over Yeah, the house right there with the broken window. I didn't see it. It's been vacant for like a year. Oh really? But it's a nice house. Uh-huh. Like it, and it, like you could, you could do something with it. Oh, 
Like that. Like that. <laughs> Doing. So somebody, there's a broken window, huh? Yeah. Anyway, but like I was saying, if, if squatters' rights were easier to enforce, we'd already be living there. Right. Because <laughs> I'd just be like, eh, nobody was here. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, yeah, and so we've been in this process, like we went and got a storage unit this weekend because yep. we got to get some stuff moved into that. So we have space, because <clears throat> the way this house is set up on this hill, there's no getting anything in and out the front door easily. There's definitely no getting anything in and out the back door easily. So the best way to do it is through the garage. Yeah. It's really the only and way so basically you, you stage there's a couple big things you have to take through the sliding glass door into the backyard like mattresses because they won't fit through any other doorway um but otherwise you come in through you stage everything, everything into the garage and then if you have enough people helping you it works out quite well because yeah when we moved in here we had a group of people unloading the trailer into the garage and then people from the garage were taking shit into the house and so you have this like you know whole chain game not yep. chain game but uh <laughs> um no um not, that's not what i'm looking for like once where they passed the buckets of water down the fire line thing those guys where you bucket brigade the sure that'll work um so we're just gonna do that in reverse we're gonna have people bringing shit to the garage and then um staging it out there but we're also planning on buying um the services of a mover to help move the big furniture like shit. right so i'll do boxes and little stuff and right. pack stuff but i want i want help with the big stuff because yeah. there's just no way yeah well yeah, there is but it just always kills me every time we do it so i'd like to not kill myself this time it'd be really nice just to make the move without you know being too like worn out and dead afterwards so and in and amongst all this i'm, I'm traveling and whatnot and so i'm like you know i'm, I'm stressing out because well out of the I next need... three weeks you're going to be gone uh three weeks right yeah so <laughs> and, and like if i got to sign something or reply to something or handle this or whatever so it's just yeah it's they need to like you know they have like the fast pass at disney they need to have like a fast pass for purchasing a house they do it's called cash <laughs> well fuck that <laughs> Once again. Well, I mean, no, I, I, there yeah. is a thing. Yeah, but I mean that that that's not a you know at least the fast pass. Because you were bitching about somebody else moving in a house that we had looked at and the people are already moving in, and you're right. like, ah, and I'm like, probably be cash. That's why. Yeah, but that's one of those things that like you know at least at Disney with the fast pass, the common plebe can obtain it. Right, <laughs> you can still figure out a way to get, have, make it happen. Like not everybody just has you know two hundred grand, two hundred fifty grand, three hundred grand, whatever it is laying around just to or drop on we a need, house. or we just need to find a house that's not bank owned this is true or a short sale or whatever you want right. to call it yeah but that goes back to my whole you know false advertisement in the beginning of the offer where the bank's approved it's good to go we need an offer now okay here's the offer and then yeah anyways that, there's a there's that whole story there so um i don't know that i'll ever do a short sale again unless i had cash yeah. and i could just because i've you know it, basically if you walk in with cash to a short sale it's like whop, whipping your gigantic dick out <laughs> and just thunk onto the table but here <laughs> i'm gonna take this just fucking deal with it um so yeah i the whole blender process is just a pain in the ass and yeah and i definitely won't use this particular company ever again um they they did and it sucks because like you, you've used them and they've yeah. done fantastic in the past and i don't know if like he's just like considering this like the homie hookup or he's just not really giving you full attention well, or what and, but. and where he had failings before it was always in this well this person does it differently right. oh well, i don't want to do it differently well right. it's like yeah but yeah I, I don't care if it's worked for you six other times right. or for six right. years or whatever like it's not working this time so we need to overcome this somehow right like that's that's so definitely one of his failings so right 
Meh. Yeah. I, I will. But it sounds like you've got another lady that you use too. That's a lot I better. So. I, <laughs> I often trade things. I mean, I, well, it happens in, in the industry. Like we do it too. There's times where we'll have like, you know, like we recommend this company and all of a sudden that company starts sucking ass. Like, Oh, we don't recommend them anymore. Um, so that's normal. So it's not unheard of. It's just it's it sucks that you know it's it's biting us in the ass on this particular one instead of somebody else. So yeah, it, I don't know. It's just sorry. I'm distracted. I'm talking with one your, of my your friend. No. Oh, client. Uh, no. Uh, it's a friend, but it's not the friend you're thinking oh, okay. of. <laughs> uh, one of the ladies in my office has asked me to cover for her while she's at our right, um, big right. company yeah. thing. And um, she, <clears throat> her and I are talking about all of our clients and what they need while she's gone. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But see, I appreciate that. Like you guys, like she's going to leave. So she's like, mm-hmm. here, here, and like the client on the selling, the selling side of our transaction, and she's gone, <laughs> and nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, but she's only leaving for like four days, not I like indefinitely. Well, so is this other chick that was there? She's an indefinite leave. Like, uh, this is going to sound horribly horrific. Is it at least over like a major health? Is she like dying? Because that's the one thing that makes it worth it to me. <laughs> having experienced what I've experienced so far dealing with this lady is that unless she's like on her deathbed and hacking up a lung, there's no excuse for I have the no idea. performance from her side um, of the transaction. The, the general consensus from other people who have dealt with her in recent past is that she's got real to burnout. Uh, uh, okay. Well, but still that goes back to like, you know, just admit it and move the fuck on. Well, she did. I mean, she, oh, yeah, after she stomped my balls three <laughs> times. Sure. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, Anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, uh, tying shoes. I'm I'm trying something new today. I have a, I have a little list of notes here, so I don't forget stuff. And I'm, I'm also trying super to take, proud of you. I'm also trying to take notes while we we talk and so forth. The taking of the notes hasn't happened. Uh, I'm gonna try to catch up on that. But Temperance has learned, albeit she's still like you know rookie level to tie her shoes today, and she caught on fucking quick. I spent maybe 15 minutes with her. And she got it, and then she straight up, like, she whipped her shoe out when you got home, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, God. she hadn't done it since that morning. Right. I'm like, that's not going to, oh, I hope she doesn't freak out. I just really didn't want her to, like, lose her shit over the fact that she couldn't remember. And then she whips it out and ties it in front of you. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> it worked. And you're typing. It's okay. I, <laughs> no. But no, yeah. Yeah. So, well, usually you'd be like, all fanfare, but instead you're all, like, typing on phone. No, sorry. <laughs> I don't normally text while we're recording, but right. this is kind of, like, important. kind yeah. of important, the urgency stuff yeah. that yeah. she's leaving on a plane in the morning. Um, but I, I'm super impressed. First, I'm super impressed that she maintains the knowledge throughout the day. Second, I'm I'm impressed that she wasn't, like, traumatized, so you obviously didn't yell at her about well, throughout here, the Well, here's the difference that, yes, and here's the difference that I've noticed with Tempe versus Ezra when it comes to showing her how to do something at least for me mm-hmm. now I've noticed that you tend to have to yell at her more sometimes a little bit. and I'm thinking it's more along the lines of mommy daughter daddy son versus mommy son daddy daughter daughter yeah, thing yeah, yeah. because she was sitting there and like she she kept like messing with one point up and I and I looked at her and I said temperance listen I, when I, I I'm watching you when I tell you to stop you let go mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want you to let go of the lace I want you to stop wherever you're at so I can back you up and then correct it and then put you in the right direction and she goes okay and then she does exactly what the fuck I asked her to do and that's the difference for me like when I'm trying to show Ezra something he's like he'll just sit there and keep charging forward and I'll tell him to stop and he'll just keep charging forward and I say stop and he breaks whatever it is and I'm like fuck 
stop, dude. I said stop. And that's the difference. Like, she listened. And and so, yeah, we did. We knocked it out in 15 minutes. I didn't yell. I didn't get pissed off. I didn't Well, I just remember when you, and I think part of it was, honestly, six and a half is a little old to be learning to tie your shoes. Right. But we didn't, we made Ezra learn this in, kin, I want to say kindergarten. Right. Well, it was partially because of the school. The school was giving us a bunch of crap, like, he has to be able to tie his shoe yeah. kind of thing. Um, well, and, and this Velcro- is just second kid thing right. because they told us to have Tempe learn too. And right. I was just like, she'll learn when she's ready. Right. Velcro shoes for now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, and this is second kid syndrome. Yeah. Like, you don't, you're no, like. No, it, it is. But also, it, but, but part of it goes back to the whole. Just e- even if we had waited with Ezra, you've the 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 history still shows that his ability to actually listen, follow directions that he's given, is not the greatest. No, I mean no, he's no. he really has a hard time with that. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's and that's that's the problem with him is that it's it's when I'm trying to show him something, he he'll sit there and he'll think he's got it, he'll think he knows how to do it, so then he'll start telling me mm-hmm. how it needs to be done, and I'm like. If you and so I've I've gotten to the point now where I'm like oh so you obviously know how to do this so I'm just gonna stop now and let you continue to do it you go ahead and go right along and do it buddy you know how to do this so much and so well that you're trying to tell me how it's supposed to be done that you go ahead and do it and I walk out of the room no That's I, not what I, mean. I, I still need your help well then shut your fucking mouth it's like when I was playing that goddamn Ducktales game the other night <laughs> and I kept telling them to sh- they came to me for help. And so I'm helping them play this fucking game, and then he keeps telling me how to do something. And finally, I sent him to his room. I, I, I like four times. I said, "Buddy, be quiet." Ezra, please stop talking. Ezra, shut your mouth. Ezra, shut the fuck up. And it just kind of kept amping up, and it got to the point where I was going to lose my shit and start screaming at him. So I just went, "Ezra, go to your fucking room. Just go to your room. I'll call you when you can come out." Um, because he just like it's like, "Oh no, you got to jump on this, and you got to go. No, you got to go over here. No, you got to do this." It's like, "Well, if you knew how to do all these things, then why in the fuck did you hand me the controller?" And have, uh, uh, you know, first, first the controller went to you, mm-hmm. and then it came to me, and was like, you know, no, okay, you asked us for help, so don't be telling us how to play the game when you're the one asking us for help, because if you know how to do it, then you should be fucking doing this, right? And so, yeah, that's the, for me, that's the difference. It's just that she resp- she's receptive to what I'm saying. She was listening, and I think also she was really, like... She wasn't a... She had slept really well. She wasn't... But she also, she was ready. Like, when she yeah. bought these shoes yesterday, mm-hmm. she's like, I want... I want these shoes, but I have to learn how to tie them. I'm like, yes, you do, honey. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, I want, I really, because like they're that funky mm-hmm. neon green, orange, pink. They're, they're her color scheme. Like she should have been born like in the eighties, in the 90s, late eighties, early nineties, like when the slap bracelets yeah. were the thing yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Because she's that, totally my kid. Yeah, those. Yeah. but those colors are coming back. I know, obviously, because you can I buy know. them again on new shoes. Um, I just wish they made them in my size. Yeah, and so she's like, yeah, I'm gonna have to learn how to tie. I'm like, yes, you are. But I'm like, but. Um, if you learn how to tie them, then you can wear them. And she was so proud. Like she was originally going to wear her other pair of shoes, but then she tied those. She's like, "Nope, I'm wearing these today. <laughs> like I earned this shit." God damn it. <laughs> well, I'm glad that she that you guys were able to do that together because I remember long drawn out battles with Ezra about tying his shoes, and you're going to learn, and you're going to sit here till you can tie your shoe. God damn it! I think that was a little bit of your dad though, because your dad we were living there at the time, and, and your dad kind of intervened a little bit. That's part of it, but it's also. That's really the only method that works with Ezra. Yeah. Like if you don't sit there and force him <laughs> to not move and do it, if you if you allow him any, any other- leash whatsoever, any slack on that leash, he's not going to do it. But if you lock him into a cage and say you can leave this cage as soon as you learn this thing, then he'll learn it and he'll learn it quick and he'll move on. So it's it's a, it's like the only way you can force him to put effort into something. Yeah. It's so, like yeah, you can look. Here's this you know fucking like Twinkie or whatever it is you've been wanting. You can have this as soon as you figure that out. Then, boom, he'll figure it out. But if you just tell him, hey, look, buddy, you need to learn how to tie your shoes. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so um, 
yeah, it's just it's a difference in how for me how they respond. But I've, like I said, I've noticed it with you when you're dealing with Tempe that you tend to like blow, blow your zerk a little bit faster than you do even with like Trent. Um, and I think it, well, I it do, ha- but part of it is the the way in which she doesn't listen to me. It, and you know, because she, she does things to me that she just doesn't do to you, right? So, but that's the same thing with Ezra. Like she, he, like I've watched you explain something. Like universally, there's just certain things that he won't listen on, but to yeah. either one of us on. But there's been times where I've watched you explain something to him, um, and he's listened no problem. And I'm like, that's the same fucking thing I just told you, and you're like, derp, 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 nope. So I, there's a little bit of that difference there too. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I, I was super, super super uh proud of her and she was quite proud of herself too so that was really good <clears throat> so um do we want to do we have a couple things today we've got uh we've got voicemail we have two different articles we can look at and my notes say pj pants school or um dad theft phone mm-hmm. um and then we have some cheerleading bitching we can do okay. um so which one do we want to do first voicemail I think and we can save the cheerleading bitching because next week will be post comp but yeah, we might we might wait. So we might wait. We should wait on cheerleading. Okay, so let's um let's put the focus then on the. I want to talk about the pajamas. Do you want to do that before voicemail or after voicemail? Let's do let's do voicemail. Okay. Can you do that? I can. Okay. So um, I'm gonna do the little clickies here, and I believe this is from your brother Jake because of my um. <laughs> it worked. Comment? Yeah. <laughs> what I thought would fire him up did fire him up. So let's see what Jake has to say here. Hey, it's Jake. Uh, I just want to start out by saying congrats on the 100, 100 episodes. Well, I can't talk. But uh, I want to say good job on that. I do enjoy every episode. Would someday like to hear the lost episode? Um, <laughs> no, you don't. That would be interesting. Uh, and also wanted to say, uh, Justin, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, so let's see here. I get a bunch of... Uh, uh, lots of talking of my sister's breasts and tits, and followed up by talking about your saggy ass balls. You're an asshole. Um, I know you do this because you 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 love to imagine my reaction. Probably gets your heart, but um, <laughs> I do love you. But go fuck yourself. Uh, give everyone my love, and uh, that's all. Don't be a douche. Bye bye. Thank you, Jake, for the voicemail. Um, no, I have never imagined him getting hard because that would just be weird on the subway. No, 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 but he, I guess that would be, or did he say it would get me hard? Yeah. Oh, no. Thinking about his reaction gets me hard. Yeah. Now, see, that just makes me think that he that thinks he's about thinking me about getting it. hard. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, it's a little reverse psychology there, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got some um, some uh, hidden uh, tendencies there. Some curiosities you wanna you wanna talk about? <laughs> and if he did, it would be just fine, it as would... long as it wasn't with you. Right. <laughs> oh, that'd be a weird porn. <laughs> no, <laughs> see, you had to... oh, no, no. But I'm just saying that they, no. no, they have like no, they 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 do. They have all the like you know. I did my sister-in-law uh, categories like on the different porn sites, but you never see the one like you know. I fucked my brother-in-law or anything like that, or so that would it'd be. I don't know. I'd be kind of. I'm not sure if there's a. Maybe there is a market for that. It's just untapped, and we should fit, not not like he and I, but I'm just saying like we should like maybe start producing videos for stuff, but not starting I, us. I'm 
okay, <laughs> the internet exists. I bet there is a there, whole. There probably that, is. That's already a, a tapped market. Maybe it's just that my particular searches don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> unless you're searching for stuff I don't know about, you're probably not their target market. Not, not even a little bit. No. And in fact, there's times where like you'll you'll go to one of those porn sites and like the the, mo- the most viewed videos. Usually, they always have the first page like the most viewed videos, and whenever the Gmail stuff pops up there, you're like, "What the? F- huh? I've never quite understood the Gmail stuff." I'm just like, eh. "There, there's a, a kink for every every no, person." I, and I, I get I, it, but I, but I, I can't fathom like, understand, <laughs> like I just don't. I don't how know. can you like both? <laughs> and it's like, it's not no, it's not even how can you like both because there are yeah. you know, it's just. This is a weird topic. How it did is. we get here? Can we go back? Can I? Can we like you know do, 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 do the wayback machine and fix this? <laughs> Please. I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah, we'll stop there. But okay. Awesome. Are there any other voicemails? For no, that was okay. the only one. Okay. Um, uh, there, there was there was rumblings of other people leaving us congratulatory voicemails on you the You mentioned that episode. already. I know. Yeah. But I'm just going to rub it in there. Okay. Because he made quite the big deal about I don't do 100th episode. Oh. <laughs> so I have to I think you might be right that he waits till after. I, I, he probably does, and like I'm just making an ass myself now. Or, but that's or, okay. or he just said that, and it was a joke, and he never really intended to leave a voicemail anyway. <laughs> no, what? I mean, more, more accurately, I, that's not like that no, never happened. We are on like the same wavelength yeah. on a lot of things, and more accurately, probably what happened is the same thing that happens to me. Like, you'll like, I'm gonna do this, dude, and then you space it because yeah. you're busy with like your kid or your whatever, and so and he's got a lot of irons in the fire. Right oh, now. I know. He's trying to sell that screen, screen printing printer. shit yeah. so he can use that to finance the new studio construction yeah. downstairs so that he can then Convert take the, the old upstairs. studio into a bedroom and paint it. All while Hope's pregnant. So as time progresses, she's going to become less and less, I don't want to say useful because that just sounds mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> helpful. She can't. But let's not forget this chick was swinging a hammer and wiring electrical oh, sockets while I was like eight months pregnant. Right. No, so. I, I, I agree. But I'm just saying there's certain things. And that, I know that Hope is just as, if not way more yeah, capable than yeah. I am. So, <laughs> like, but, but, way. but I'm just saying in his mindset, you don't, you feel bad when you see your, your wife waddling over there to do something, you know, you know, your shit's got to get done, but at the same time you're like, damn it. <laughs> so, um, so which one you said you want to do PJ next? Yes. Okay. So there was a, um, there was an article we saw, that uh, was basically a principal at a school sent a letter out to parents saying, please stop dropping your kids off um, where, while wearing pajamas and or wearing pajamas to school functions like assemblies. And I was reading through this article, and when I saw that, don't drop your kids off in your in pajamas, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then when I read the one about the assemblies, I'm like, I'm on board with that, with that particular aspect of it. So um, what are your thoughts? Um, okay. Let me first start by saying, if I'm not getting in my car, you can fuck off because you don't need to know what I'm wearing, you dirty perv. That's Fair my enough. first thought. Fair enough. Second thought. <laughs> why do we keep having to tell people what to wear? Like, why, or, or rather, why do people feel the need to tell people what they should and should not wear? Like, when is that going to stop being a thing? When can we just acknowledge that different people are comfortable in different attire and let it go? I mean, granted, if this woman was walking in for a freaking job interview in her pajamas, right. you have the right as an employer to not hire her. Right. But if she walks into a school assembly in her pajamas because she just doesn't give two fucks about what she looks like, that's fine. That's her right. As long as she doesn't have a tit hanging out or her, you know, lady bits showing, let's move on. And 
And why? Why care? Well, here's here's the one point a friend of mine made that actually I jump on board with. Um, like if you're like for me, I don't go to every school assembly there is. Right. I work, so if I'm showing up to an assembly, it's because Ezra or Temperance has gotten some sort of award or recognition at the school. And if in that case, I damn well better not be wearing pajamas to school. I should because. That's showing the kid that I really don't want to – I'm not putting any effort forth to look, you know, presentable or whatever you want to say. I mean, granted, there's still that whole thing about it, but I still think that in that particular scenario, you should put something nice on when your kid's getting an award just so they're not embarrassed, right? So they're – that kind of thing. But I, otherwise, I'm in full agreement with you. Like if I'm in my – if I'm in my car, like the way, the way drop-off works at both our schools is I never have to get out of the car. I pull up to Temperance's school. She hops out. I say goodbye. She walks into school class. I go to Ezra's school. He hops out. We say goodbye. He walks in. I never leave the comfort of my car. So if I'm on a day off and I, you know, just don't feel like putting on real pants and I'm wearing pajamas, fuck you. I'm going to wear pajamas. Exactly. Um, so it's just, it is what it is. And so I don't see why, why the school has any, my, my thing is, is why does the school have a vested interest in whether or not somebody is dropping off their kids while they're wearing pajamas? I don't, I don't understand that. Like what, what, I mean, or is he trying to save the kid embarrassment or what's, what's the goal there? That's my, that's what confused me is that there was really no, it seemed like a wasted a bit of administrative effort to send out that letter. Um, I mean, really, how large of a problem are you having that you have to send a letter like that out in the first place? And or how much of an anal douchebag are you that it offends you so much that a super busy mom or dad? Um, well, and I can't help but feel that this is aimed mostly at it women. It probably is. Like, you the, know. Now, like he said, if tits are flopping in the breeze, meaning like out of the shirt, like just you know, danglers yeah. and whatnot, that's something else. But um, I, I agree with you. In, in general, you know. And I don't even over-sexualize a tit. I'm just saying. Right. No, I'm just saying. But in general, I think society does put a huge amount of um, weight upon how people look or how they dress. And a lot of judgment calls are, are made off the cuff based off of that before you have any idea whatsoever about what the actual person's capabilities are or are not. Um, I actually saw a very cool graphic about that. I posted it to Facebook, I think either today or yesterday, I reposted it, and it showed a guy standing there in um, business, business casual attire. He had a long sleeve shirt on, tucked into some nice khaki slacks, um, and then uh, dress shoes kind of thing. It just looked like he was going to a day at the office. And then the, the picture, was a, there was a second picture next to it of him again, just in his boxer shorts, and he's got like a full like tats all up and down his body. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whether or not you can see it, my work ethic doesn't change. Right. And that is something I battle with at my current job quite mm-hmm. a bit is that I have to walk into certain accounts looking a certain way or and or like I, I have both my ears pierced. I more often than not, before I roll into some certain customers, I pull those piercings out. Um, I at some places I will wear long sleeve shirts. The one fucking tattoo I have on my forearm uh, isn't isn't uh, apparent, and it's not even a it's a it's a skull. It's a skull that's done in a light tribal pattern motif mm-hmm. type thing going on. Um, so. But I, I'm conscious of the fact that if I go into this account looking this way, I'm going to get judged and or shut down before I even get my, get into any conversations about anything with these people. So I have to go in here like that. And I've always thought it's bullshit, but I understand that's how society operates. So I operate within those confines because I get paid very well to do so. Um, 
Same thing kind of goes for like the whole pot thing for I me. I really want more tattoos now. No, see, I do no, too. No, I'm sorry, but you brought them up, and no, I've, I I've, and I've really been thinking about this on my arm. How right. it looks kind of, it looks kind of janky. Like right. it's it's. I like the picture, but it just it looks funky. Right. And I was thinking about like getting like more stuff done to kind right. of feminize it and make it look like a completed thing. Mm-hmm. And well, it's the same thing I need to do with this one. It's, it's, yeah. It was the beginning of what I wanted to be a full sleeve, but the problem is, is that my um. My tastes have morphed slightly yeah. from the time I got this one done to now, so I still want to complete it, but not in the manner I had before. Because I was I was very into the whole tribal art thing back in the day. Um, <laughs> you and, and like a billion other people, right? Right now, D- the, don't be embarrassed. <laughs> no, I'm not embarrassed by it because like like I like I I, I the reason why I got this one done is because it, it's your your it's your skull type tattoo, but it's not your typical like you, you know there, there there's your typical every tattoo. There's typical ones like you know if you somebody gets a skull, there's a typical skull uh, tattoo that people get, or there's a typical rose or flower or whatever. Um, so this one was kind of a cool mashup between the two, and it allowed it. It can be morphed into a lot of different things, and so all the original idea was kind of tribal patterns. And like thinking back now, I'm like, yeah. I'm not really like, you know, that's not really my heritage, so to speak. So (laughs) a white boy with tribal just kind of looks stupid. So, but I I could easily have it morphed into something else. So I want to complete the sleeve, but I know that as soon as I do that, my days of wearing short sleeve shirts to most places are over. Mm -hmm. I maybe a very select few accounts that I can walk into with a short sleeve shirt on because I will have a (gasps) tattoo. Um, but yeah, I want more ink too. Like we even had, got, had money that we were given for Christmas for more ink, but it's gone to the house fund instead. Yeah. I'm keeping a tab house. of, yeah, I'm keeping a tab of these things. So once we've gotten into the house and all this spare cash can start, you know, being put back into savings and whatnot again, um, we will be able to go and get these things. Things I've got ideas. I've got ideas for what I want done. Um, I want, I want to get something that, that will help symbolize the three kids. Mm-hmm. I just haven't figured out. And I'm not artistic enough, yeah. so I'm more like I need to go to the tattoo artist and say, "Hey, look, here are my three kids, dopey as fuck." You know, <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got, because uh, he is. He's just, he's just, he's just an uber nerd. You just and, need like vote for Pedro, right? Like, exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, basically, walking there, I've got Napoleon Dynamite, <laughs> I've got the cheerleader, and then I've got uh, Bam Bam. Those are the three inspirations I have, yeah. for, you know, for the three kids. Give me something that kind of morphs those three uh, motifs together, and get me something cool. Because I do want to do something with, with him, but I don't want to do just the traditional. Oh, it's their names, or, or it's this. The you footprints, know. right? Or the- right. Um, Tired. and then I've got a couple geek ones, geek inspired ones I want to do. Fuck you, Eric, for stealing the, uh, the, uh, Johnny, Johnny five. five. That, when I saw that, I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> it's like he was like, yeah, okay. in my head. It's not like you can't also do it. I, I, no, as long as it's not a direct copy right, of the work. Right. I mean, it's still I just different. can't let what work. It's not fr- like you didn't have the idea. It, no, but I can't let work Frank know about it. Because it would be one more thing for him to give me a jab about it, about how I, you know, aspire and, and worship at the altar of But I, I can I can witness this, though. You had that idea <laughs> before, before I knew about that it. happened. Yeah, like yeah. that that was a thing for you that you, right. you had told me about <laughs> a long time ago. So. Yeah. But it, so it, it, that it does annoy me. It, it annoys me that we're still in a society where people can't look past certain things to see the true core of the person. Now, granted, if you walk into a place stinking like ass, like you haven't you know like you haven't wiped in a week or mm-hmm. whatever, that's different. That's offensive. But I mean, if you see somebody who is a busy parent, whether it be a male or female. It's got a you know a brood of kids, and they happen to be in the family minivan wearing you know 
uh, uh, pajamas, or whatever. As long as they they don't get out in, like the cousin Eddie uh, uh, bathrobe and their hand dong, then it's fine. I mean, it's 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 not it's not something like the kids. It's not like you're being um, perverse towards the kids. Like, you know, like I said, if you were, if like if somebody walked out just wearing a t-shirt and that was it, and their their dick was flapping in the breeze, that's a problem. <laughs> the kids shouldn't see that kind of shit, right? <laughs> but, I just imagine some guy just like hand on the hip, yeah. bye bye, Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> have a nice day at school. <laughs> exactly. So and so, why it's like, why are you so? Why is this person so vested in? The way these people look, because really, frankly, if this person is truly dressing embarrassingly or doing something that's embarrassing, they're only embarrassing themselves and by proxy their kids a little bit. But I'm willing to bet that the kids are pretty used to mom or dad being a, a you know a dipshit by now, so it's it's nothing new for them. But it's none of your business at the same time. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It it, it does it, it bothers me that you it's, it's like I can't have. If I walk in like with multicolored hair, it's like, what the fuck's that person's problem? You know, there's just so many people that have these different, you know, these different stereotypes. Well, when I dyed have. my hair pink a couple yeah. months ago, like I had to have it on one side and not the other so I could flip it one way or the like. Right. I, yeah. And I don't have to even. Right. It's just a matter of. The certain clientele are going to look down upon that. Right. Yeah. So. It, I should just go full bore and like do the shave side with the tattoo on that like I want to do and then like cater to that type of clientele. Only. Like, that's a really niche market. It is. It is a really niche market, yeah. <laughs> you know, when you, get, when you get to the point where you can have a team of agents, yeah. you can get, like, your uber uptight, like, hyper nerd, like, you know, mm-hmm. that person. Get yourself who's, like, your every person, mm-hmm. and then you can cater to that other, and then yeah. you guys can just cover the whole market with whatever. <laughs> um, and that would work just fine. It's, yeah. So, I, I don't know. It just, it, it's, it's bothersome how quickly we are to judge people especially fellow parents yeah before we which hysterically enough was kind of what the start of the show was about we were kind of judgy towards other parents for a while there as far as bad parenting goes but yeah on the flip side it was like really bad parenting. yeah like, i mean everybody can died everybody left them in a hot yeah. car pipe of everybody parenting. can agree that that's a bad fucking parent <laughs> like like <laughs> there's not a single person arguing oh no they're a totally decent parent give them a puppy right. like no <laughs> you um, get a gold star for effort <laughs> um so yeah we're obviously going to be really critical of people like that and i mean god yeah, there are there are and there's like the, lines to be crossed, and guess what? We can criticize whoever we want because this is our fucking show. <laughs> but um, the, yeah. there, I try not to be too super judgy of just general differences in parenting. Right. You know, and the, but the, going to that, there are there are certain lines that I will draw on the sand. Like I started to watch this documentary called Trophy Kids, and I had to stop because <laughs> I was I was getting and and part of it was because I was already stressed out and pissed off about the house purchase thing that was going on, which led to the um, episode that shall never be aired. Um, which, part of what led to that anyways, all the stress is there. Um, so then I'm watching this show about these guys that are pushing their kids and, and, and just being assholes and their kids don't perform at like professional athlete level of these sports and whatnot. And, I'm, and that was like stressing me out more. I'm like, no, fuck this. And so I stopped watching that. And I think I threw on like Kingpin or something like that. The, the boy movie with Woody Harrelson and Bill Murray. Just something to kind of like, no, I'm not, I don't need to be stressed out over something like this. So I'm hoping to revisit it later. But um, it was just, it was, it was a documentary. Just these guys like, you know, one guy was like, yeah, you know, he's pretty good at football, but you know, he could be a lot better if he wasn't such a fuck up. And I'm watching this kid. I'm like, 
that's like better than half the NFL players that I see on the screen. <laughs> so you're an asshole, dude. Um, yeah. So there, there's always going to be certain commonalities that all parents can agree. Like, no, that person's a douchebag. Yeah. So, yeah. People but, who, who like over force their kids into whatever, right. you know, box that they. But on the flip, you know, but if you're just tired one morning and you didn't have a chance to get real clothes on before you walk out the door, or perhaps you're like, you know, you're getting all the kids out of the house so you can go home and take a shower in peace. Well, There's and I that. do that. Like yeah. I do that when I when I know that I'm gonna have like drop off kid, and then uh, I will do that. I will wait until after. I don't usually go in what I would call pajamas, but right. they're they're my comfy clothes. Yeah. Um. So I I do that all. The, I don't do it as much anymore because of the schedule is different. But last year I did that all the yeah. time. Well, and, you know, and, and I like for me I can appreciate that because the difference when I'm taking a shower when all the kids are awake. Versus when I normally shower, because I'm always up before everybody else, mm-hmm. or night and day. Yeah. And so it's a lot less stressful. So if you have the opportunity to do it when you're not having to deal with the kids or listen mm-hmm. to the kids or whatever. And you can take an extra long shower yeah. and you can like actually like get warm and <laughs> yeah. sorry, we keep the house pretty cold and, and every now and then I need a hot, hot, hot shower <laughs> so I can feel yes, warm. Yes, like I keep it at 70 and it's too cold for her. Bullshit. <laughs> I call bullshit on that, sir. The lowest I go is 68. Yes, and it has been at 68 a lot, and I stopped bitching. I very, very rarely bitch about the temperature in our house. (laughs) So if I'm saying that I enjoy a nice hot shower so I can get all the way warm through my entire being every once in a while, you're going to have to deal with it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm one of those guys that if it was just me in the house, the the heat would be on... 62? No, the heat would be on just warm enough so the pipes didn't burst. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that, because... Otherwise, I'm kosher. I, I grew up with a bedroom in a basement, so like 60 to 65 is my comfort zone. I'm, I'm just, I'm really chill there. So, um, all right. So off, we, we can mark PJ pants off the list there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and uh, next up, uh, oh, dad theft phone. Okay. I didn't read all of this. I'm only going off secondhand knowledge, but anything to do with a cell phone, the parent wins. Unless it's, like, a child sex scandal on a cell phone. I mean, other than that, like, parents win. If you take away their phone, if you threw their phone down the drain, if you, uh, you know, used their phone to text message all their friends about how they wet the bed when they were eight, I don't care. If you're the parent, you get to decide what happens with the phone. Right. Well, this situation was a little bit stickier than that, and I... Not really. Yeah, it was because here's here's the problem. I, I agree with what the dad did. The daughter did something. Um, oh, the daughter was pissed off at her dad for something, and so she sent a text to a friend. And she's also the daughter is none too happy about the current. Um, they didn't say if it was like the article was kind of was kind of gray about this because the daughter referred to her as his her dad's late his her dad's latest girlfriend. But the article kind of made it sound like it was her stepmom. Mm. So I don't know which one it actually was. But she sent a text to her um, one of her friends basically talk- saying that um, her, his, her dad's girlfriend's so ratchet. Which in, in today's cool hip lingo for your parents that aren't in the know is ratchet is pretty much like what would we call back in the day. Um, skanky. Well, no. Well, there's that. But not skanky so much as... Um, uh, what's the word? I'm, it's right here. I can like... It's just not coming out. It's not like coming from brain to vocal cords and out. Not skanky, not... I, whack is not the right term either. 
Why is that was after my time, but um Yeah. Anyways, Ratchet is not good. <laughs> yeah. How's that? <laughs> I was gonna go with that. Um and so and then there was something else that she had bitched about too, and dad caught wind of it, so dad grounded her from the phone and took the phone away from her. Um and, and that was that. That's it. You can't be responsible on a phone, you're not doing what I've asked you to do, so I'm taking your phone away. Much like we've done with Ezra. Where the the clusterfuck comes into play is is that she daughter goes back to mom's house for the uh, quarter point in time with her or however the, the parenting plan is set up. Um, dad does not send phone back with daughter to mom's house. Mom asks dad, hey, look, give her phone, please. Dad's like, no, nah, I took the phone away. And so they go back and forth. Well, what happened was is the dad felt vindicated to keep the phone because he's paying for the cellular service on said phone mm-hmm. for the daughter and didn't think that she had made amends yet, so she didn't deserve the phone back. Mom bought the physical phone itself for daughter. So mom wanted the phone back in her possession. So where I think the mistake was made of you have two parents who tried to work together on something, but obviously these are parents that don't actually aren't able to work together on anything, which is probably why they're divorced (laughs) in the first place. Um, So like in my mind, like I would never have my ex buy as the phone and then I would pay for the service because we would get into that exact problem. Right. I would just buy him the phone. Now, does that mean he's going to get the phone he wants? Probably not. He's got a fucking flip phone right now and he's not exactly loving life with it, but he, we tried the smartphone with him and it failed miserably. Um, so what the mom did then was she ended up filing charges against the father for a class. For theft. Thief. They, he got, and he got hit with class C theft um, for not returning the phone. And um, because he was in possession of stolen property, they, he actually got arrested and taken to jail for it. Mm. Um, and of course, now they're trying to work out in the court and whatnot. Yeah, did, yeah. So what I, but the whole thing throughout the entire article was that at this point in time, you can tell the daughter has become a pawn for the parents to get back at each other. And that's yeah. the part that bothers me about it. Yeah. Is that, and from, and from the little bit of information they had in the article, it sounds like the mom is more guilty of that than the dad is. But they're both guilty of it. And that's that's something about divorce that always bugged me. It bugged me when my friends, when it happened to them. It bugged me when, um, you know, I'd see other kids going through it. It bugged me when, when my ex's ex did it to her and her their kids. Um, and so it's something I really strive to not do with Ezra. Like, if I'm <clears> pissed <throat> off at his mom, I really try not to take it out on him or to, to do something with him, for him, by him, whatever, that's going to jab back at her. Um, and it's really hard not to do that because there's been times where I really wanted to, but it's not fair to the child in that particular case, you know? I agree with you. And did your parent was, was your dad doesn't seem the type. I'm not sure about your mom. She seems like she could be petty enough at times for that kind of stuff. But You know what? My dad does not seem like the type, but. But in his <laughs> younger days. <laughs> he can be pretty, he can be somewhat petty. Yeah. Uh, vindictive. Uh uh, my dad is like super anti-confrontational and passive passive aggressive. Yeah. So, um, you know, he would do things that, you know, like my mom wanted us back uh, on Sunday in time for church, which wasn't technically the way things were supposed to be. So instead of putting his foot down, he'd just be late or we'd show up in jeans and a t-shirt, which isn't allowable at her church. Right. And, like all the, you know, like he wouldn't. He wouldn't say no. He'd just subvert it in some other way. Right. Um, but what they didn't do, and what I saw a lot of 
and 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 is a very easy trap to fall into as a parent or a step parent is the whole look what dad got me right look what mom got me oh at mom's i do this at dad's i do this right. and i can do this and that, you know and you really have to make this very concerted effort as a parent to say what happens at mom's is mom's what happens here is here what you have there is there what you right. have here is here you know there's no there's no crossover in terms of the rules like the rules here are the way they are for a reason the rules there are different right um i mean we had this problem with movies a lot with ezra because the movies that we thought were acceptable were well it was funny we have this pro- we have this problem on a couple of planes with ezra yeah um when we first split one of the first his very his his fourth birthday was his first birthday right after the, the divorce mm-hmm. ha- or not the split happened the divorce had been finalized completely finalized right yet. Um, we were just waiting for the, the courts to sign off on it, but we were done. Um, I bought him a brand new Power Wheel. Mm-hmm. Now, it had been an excellent bonus year. Yep. I had some spare cash to spend. The kid needed a Power Wheel at my house, and the reason why Maybe I didn't, didn't need a Power Wheel. Okay, well, not, not the kid needed, maybe, maybe return that, but maybe change it around. The kid needed something positive to focus on to take his mind off of all the anguish right. and pain. Now, should I have necessarily replaced that with an object? <laughs> maybe not. But the reason why I went with a Power Wheel was because I had literally just bought a Power Wheel for him and his brothers and sisters at his mom's house. Mm-hmm. So I figured, hey, look, I'll, I'll get you one for here. And you can, that way you'll have it at both places. So, you know, it's not like, you know, well, mom's up, like, back to that. Mom's yep. up with a super cool thing that dad doesn't. Um, but the, I, I didn't do it with any animosity towards my ex. Now, I did, it, it did flip into kind of a little bit of animosity towards her, but it was a direct thing to her face when she, like, tried calling me out on it after the birthday party. Um, because well, she was, and she, I mean, she was very petty about it. She's yeah. like, really? A power wheel? And she kind of gets all the way to out. I'm like, yeah, really a power wheel? I can afford it because, you know, I make money like I make more. And I said, I make more money than you and you could still be experiencing a lot of that had you not, you know, done what you did, but you made your bed. So go ahead and lie in it. But uh, you're you're not going to dictate to me what I can and can't buy for my son. Well, this was but, still in the era where she wouldn't talk to me. Right. Where right. I and, mean, but but I also didn't do this in front of Ezra. Right. I didn't do this th- through Ezra. I told her to her face that, yes, I got my power wheel. The reasons why are as follows. Um, I know it sucks because she brought up, and the reason why the whole money thing came up is because she brought it up. You know, you can, you know, I can't afford something like that right now. I'm like, no, you can't. I can. But guess what? He's already got one in your house. He doesn't have one here, so I bought him one. But you will never dictate to me what I can or cannot purchase for my son. Period. Now, you know, if if and, I if and I that's if I what per- I was meaning is is your ex can buy Ezra whatever she wants for her house, right? But if she bought him something I didn't feel was appropriate for our house, I wouldn't let him have it no, over here. No. But I wouldn't confiscate it from, from him. No. I would hand it back to her. Right. I would say, this is not allowed at our house. And for whatever reason, I can, there's only like four things I can think of in the entire universe that would be... Right. I mean, if she bought him a real bow and arrow, I'd be like, uh, maybe not quite yet. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you can you feel free to do this on at your house right, or your right. insurance will cover it. Um, so kind of thing you know what i'm saying like but i would never be like i'm taking it and i'm not giving it back to your mom either right well like i like i said for me it was just i i i didn't appreciate being called petty like that so i called her on her bullshit but once again i did like i had i had i asked my mom to play with ezra for a little bit just kind of remove him i'm like hey i need to talk about something um and i need to uh i need to deal with this with her so i need you to make sure as he's not 
part of this. And my parents were really good about that too. They didn't want him to be in the middle of it either. Um, so the few times where I did kind of start sliding down that slope, my dad mm-hmm. would pretty quickly kick me in the ass or my mom would too. So they took him aside and I dealt with her face to face, but I always made it a, a very, very in the front of my mind of, I am not going to use my son as a pawn to get back at my ex. Now there are times where if I hear something that's a blatant lie come out of his mouth that his mom told told him about like why our relationship ended or why this happens, I'm like, yeah, that's not true. And then I'm like, yeah, but what, so what actually happened? I'm like, well, I'm not going to say what actually happened because that would be me speaking ill of your mom. But if you want to ask her about it and go back to her and to say, well, dad says this isn't true, you know, you can ask her to clarify it. Not. All I will say to you is that that might be from her perspective that's not what I think happened, and I don't agree with that. But I will never. But I've never like you know, well, your mom's a fucking whore or any of that crap. Like you know, because that's how I feel about what she did. But you know, she's not a whore now. She's she seems to have settled down for the most part. But at the time, those are my feelings. Your mom cheated on me. She's a fucking slut. They can just go fuck herself. Those were the feelings I had. But that's not what he. That's not the light he saw his mom in. So that's not the light I'm going to shine on her. Um, and it, that was the hardest thing for me to do as a parent was to Play nice. put my ex, <laughs> no, put my ex up on a pet, the, keep my ex up on the pedestal that my son has him on, knowing everything that I knew. Has like, her on. I just don't want any. Those, did I say him? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> that yeah. he has her on. Yeah, that yeah. he has her yeah. on. But, so the pedestal that he had her on, I had to keep him or keep her up there for him. Um so as to not be the reason that her name was sullied. Um, and that was, and still continues to be the most difficult thing that I have to do as a parent, because I would love to be able to come clean with him and just say, Hey, look, dude, bada bing, bada boom. Here's my thoughts on your mom. <laughs> boom. You know, done. But that's not, that's not, I, I just, it's not something I'll do. <laughs> and I and I and I refuse to allow myself to do it. And I've always said that eventually the truth about her will come to light, yeah. and he'll start to pick up on things. And it has. Yeah, he's recently started to pick up more and more and more. And he's actually there's been times where I've had to stop him from making jabs at her. Like he'll say something I'm like, "Dude, while that's probably the case, you don't know it for sure. So unless you're basing this on some sort of factual evidence that you have that I don't." Don't talk that way about her, which is even fucking harder for me to do because <laughs> I want to be like, high five, buddy. You Don't know? talk bad about your yeah, mom. Right. But uh, I would love for you to talk bad about Right. So, um, and then there's been times where I've had to apologize for her shitty behavior, which is even harder to do because it's like, why am I apologizing for something somebody else did? And, but I'll always be like, yeah, I know that that upset you and I'm sorry that upset you. I really wish there was something I could do to make her not do that to upset you again, but that's not my place. All I can do is keep things co- you know, civil and whatnot over here. Um, so it's, it, it upsets me more when I, or I, it upsets me more than it probably does. Some people reading an article like that, because it's like, I understand how difficult it is, but I also understand how important it is that you do that for your kid. And I don't get why people have, are so shallow and selfish that they can't realize that, pardon me that they can't realize that um this kid didn't ask for your bullshit this kid didn't want your bullshit yeah you brought this kid into the world and amongst all this bullshit or this bullshit happened after that or whatever whatever the case is but it's not the child's fault 
So stop dumping that and foisting that shit onto the child and putting them in the middle of all this BS. It's just ridiculous. And then it's a self-perpetuating problem that continues to happen because the kids grow up in that environment and one of two things happens. They they will never do it because they saw what happened to them when they did it. Doesn't happen very often that way. Or they fall into the same bad habits their parents had. Brad habits? Brad, Brad habits. Brad habits. Rad habits, Brad. <laughs> the same bad habits their parents had, and do the same things that their parents did. And I used to have a Brad habit. Yeah, Brad I Pitt. I kicked it. I kicked it. Yeah. Hey, everybody had a Brad Pitt habit back in the day. When that, <laughs> the, the the Fight Club days. I know, right? Whoa. <laughs> that, that one like shirt off scene, and he was like, "Hello, nurse." <laughs> I have dreams. I have dreams. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's. I don't know. I, I just, I, I, and also like, why as a parent would you put yourself into that position where somebody else can hold something over you like that? Like I would never like, I'm going to pay for this particular part of this, but you're going to pay for the other part of it. And then if something goes horribly wrong, which it will, we're going to sit here and, and, you know, throw fling darts at each other and, and all this shit. It's like, no, I'll just, you know, it's like as his first car, I'm not expecting her to contribute to the car at all. <clears throat> it's sitting in my driveway right now. I mean, it's a car that I was driving around that I, 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 I don't drive now because I've got a company car. Um, but it, it's in such great condition. I'm, just, I'm not going to get rid of it. And I'm paying such a little amount for insurance on it. We run it once in a while. It'll be his first car. Yep. But I'm not expecting her to like, oh, well, see, I provided this. So you need it's, it's worth this much. So you need to pay me half of that for his. For, no, whatever. If she happens to buy him a tank of gas or like he needs some tires and she helps him out with that. Okay, cool. Whatever. But I'm not going to be like, oh, hey. You gotta pay me for half the car, and blah blah blah. And say no. I'll just if he needs a car, we'll, he and I will work out the conditions for him getting one, and then we'll make it happen. Um, and so I'm not going to paint myself into that corner. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's just not smart. It, it like you said, just don't set yourself up to to be in a position where somebody else can kind of mm-hmm. put the screws to you. Yeah, especially if you're your kid. And also, at the same time, don't be afraid to call out the other person if they are doing that. Yeah, I've had to do that with my ex, too. But once again, don't do it in front of the kid. Um, but she said some fairly derogatory things towards me in front of him, and I immediately took her outside and told my mom to take... Once again, mom was around. Mom, please take Ezra off somewhere else. I'm going to go handle some shit now. And she just looks at me. She was like, okay. <laughs> and she walked Ezra upstairs, and they got ready for bed or whatever it was. So this is the time when I was still living with mm-hmm. them. And I took her onto the front porch and I said, if you ever, and I just fucking railed her ass. And I'm like, you can't, you, you, when have I ever spoke ill of you in front of him? And she's like, and she came back and apologized later, but you know, stand up for yourself too. Like you've got rights as a parent, you've got rights to like, that was the time she called me out too. No, there was that too. Yeah. It was yeah. both of us, but you know, there's and, no, there's been multiple times yeah. that I've had to tell her to back the fuck off. So. But yeah, as a parent, as a parent, you do have rights. You don't have to let the person speak to you that way. You can, you know, tell them don't do that. But once again, it's probably not the best idea to do it in front of the kid. So yes, keep your fighting away from the children. In general, in general, I also yeah. believe that two married people should at least occasionally have squabbles in front of their kids if they can show but, how to work through right. it. But but like, there's a difference between squabbles uh, and like, I not- fucking hate <laughs> your fucking face, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that kind of fight needs to like exactly. <laughs> so, but like, I, I think I think it would be it, it is healthy for kids to see that married or couples in general just don't 
always get along perfectly. Yeah, that's like I had some some people who had friends whose parents were like they were like Stepford. Yeah, or mm-hmm. what's the, what was that? Um, leave it to Beaver. Mm-hmm. They were like just there was never a problem between the two parents. The mom was always super happy to to serve the husband and this and that. And I'm just like. You can't tell me that you know, like when he speaks to you that way, you're always okay with it. Like, are you really that? That is your self esteem really that low, or is it just like one of these days you're gonna flip out and I'm gonna come in here and find him like hung hung on the wall <laughs> with his guts fucking dangling or whatnot? Um, but it, it does. It sets your kid up for that false expectation that life is always hunky dory and nothing is ever wrong. Um, so there, there within within reason for the age group and whatnot, there is nothing wrong with letting them know that, Hey dude, sometimes life kicks you in the junk and the, you can either go, thank you and, and move on and figure out how to make it better. Or you can sit there and have a pity party. Which one do you think is going to get you further along and then go from there? So, so what's next on our list that's, of um, fun and frivolity? Um, no, we're going to save that for next year, week yeah. because of next the next year. Oh no, no, the cheer stuff. Ah, Two weeks. <laughs> we have two more weeks to cheer, and then I'll be over. Yeah. So we can do that there. Uh, that's it. Um. So yeah, we're uh, we're at the end of the notes there. And if it seems a little discombobulated, it's I'm trying to write notes here and there. While I'm, it, I don't know, I'll get better at it. I hope. <laughs> we'll see. Otherwise, you might become the note taker. We'll see. I don't know. Oh, because I'm way better at that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, whatever. It's whatever. all Whatever. <laughs> It's just gonna be a whole lot a lot of scribbles and drawings. <laughs> if only they would allow that in show notes. Like if iTunes could find a way like we could do like cave paintings instead, that'd be so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my drawings look like. Cave paintings. So from the really dumb children. I didn't say that. No, me. I I'm just saying I didn't say that. I, it was not where I was taking it, so no. yeah. my, my drawings are really bad. Like like Tempe's drawings are better than my drawings. Right. He said something about like really dumb children or whatever, and I was like, I'm like, I don't know, where, I didn't know where you were going with that, but I just didn't want like my intent to be taken incorrectly when okay. I said cave paintings because I can't draw any better than you can, so <laughs> I can't judge <laughs> that whole don't throw stones when you live in a glass house or whatever that thing, yeah, or pots and kettles and blackness. That too. Why is there always gonna be a race thing with you? I because I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> white privilege, yay. Uh, there's been that kind of stuff going on right now too. Oh yeah, lots. Eastern Oregon. I've actually had to. I've had to block. I, have, oh. I haven't unfriended them, but I've had to unfollow some people on Facebook because I'm getting sick and tired of seeing this the fucker that got shot in Eastern Oregon because he decided to take on the goddamn FBI and cops and died. And they're all like, people are freaking out about it. Like somebody posted a thing about you know, um, black person does whatever. You know, there's riots and, and and marches in the street yeah yeah this white farmer does the same thing and he gets shot and killed i'm like yeah except the difference is if a group of black or mexicans or um muslims <laughs> whatever went into this wildlife refuge they would have nuked the place the first fucking day and it would have been over the fact that they've been that they're still fucking occupying it is because they're white so fuck off <laughs> so i just unfollowed them like i'm done i'm done with your stupid bullshit i'm not gonna sit there and you know I'll keep you on my Facebook so I can still invite you to birthday parties because I kind of like your face, you know, for those things. But I, I had to unfriend some people too, and I, yeah. I, and I actually, I had unfollowed, and then like I was, it was still leaking in there, and I'm like, you know what? 
they're uh, they're on other people's. They'll still see what's going on. Just right. I won't see them, the, the and that would be great. Yeah, and and it's there was a another meme that I posted that read into this quite well. It's like I really wish you would stop posting political stuff or whatever because I, I I'd like to still keep you as a friend or something like that yeah. like, I'm like, hey, like if so you true. just stop i could ignore it and, yeah. and, and <laughs> like i could i could know that you don't agree with me but it wouldn't be punched in my face because i don't punch in my beliefs in anybody else's face i very rarely even comment on something somebody else shared right and and i i, I have fallen down that rabbit hole before of like posting shit out there um and i've i've made and I, I won't call it a New Year's resolution because I started doing it before the New Year. Um, but I'm working super hard on like I won't. <clears throat> I'm not sharing anything political. I might like somebody else's political stuff when I see it or whatnot. Um, but I'm not throwing it out there on my page. And I did that twofold. One because of if somebody from work or a customer happens yeah. to find me. I just need to be a little more innocuous of a page. That's just kind of like yeah. overall generalized humor type stuff. And two. I don't want the darts fired back at me because I start to lose respect for other people as some of these like really horrible comments come through. I'm just like, okay. And some of these people that I'm losing the respect for, I'm having a hard time with because like, you know, people I'm related to Mm -hmm. that I don't want to have to lose that respect for. It's like, I thought you were better than that, but damn. (laughs) So turns out no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just trying to, like, I, I know your thoughts are this way, and I understand that, and I respectfully disagree, and I just want to leave it right there at the respectful disagreement. And as long as we can both keep it at that respectful disagreement, I'm good. But whenever I post these things, you delve into the disrespectful stuff, and so I'm just not going to do it anymore. Yeah. So, that's, yeah, that. yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do. So now it's all just, like, farts and boner jokes on my page. And which good. Is, safe, safe keep, stuff. Safe stuff, yeah, yeah. Keeps it there. That and the random... um wacky asian video that i post to slacker's timeline god (laughs) every time i'm like what in the actual fuck are you posting on facebook yeah that was just one of those things that the chocolate one the chocolate one got me there was more the the, the, that chocolate one wasn't nearly as bad as the uh where she was like licking apple computers i know or what yeah so anyways (laughs) on that happy note is there anything else you'd like to <laughs> i've got a new business idea <laughs> licking apple computers no these crazy videos that are like borderline right. sexual but like just gross like Everybody's smearing a- chocolate syrup all over yourself Everybody i'm just saying king. you have a body fit for youtube <laughs> are you making a reference back to the other video i showed you where the guy was trying to essentially eat the strawberry. Oh, yes, and see? then the island boy like yep. spreads the hot sauce on his chest and rubs the chicken see? wing in it and eats see? that. <laughs> Can't you just see yourself covered in Hershey's chocolate? No, I was thinking more like Frank's Red Hot. That, well, I just... Just keep it above the belt. Yeah, that shit burns when it starts to go south. Just be careful. <laughs> Drippage would cause uh, flamage. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's considering it. He's considering it. <laughs> Hey, they say that you can become, you know, internet rich, right? If you just yeah. find the, find your niche. And well, as we were discussing the other day, we found out that you can get 35000 for a testicle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't need to. <laughs> if I had known that pre-vasectomy, it would have been fine. But they don't like, you know, I know, and I sell nuts. my eggs because I make beautiful babies, but... You're overweight. I'm overweight, so mm-hmm. they won't take them. Isn't that just a sad state of affairs? Like, we, no, 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 sorry. We don't want fat babies. <laughs> Like, we want attractive babies, but they cannot well, be fat. I'm sorry, but you, 
they still haven't they still haven't concisively proven that genetics make you fat there are markers out there that make you more susceptible well, to I certain think, things i think i should be able to show like see this healthy child and and this healthy cute well, child not like, even not even that it's one of those things that genetically you can like be more predisposed to like heart issues or this or that alcoholism right there's certain things but like when it comes down to being fat i know plenty of like there was one that was it was fucking identical twins one was like freaking like shamu like this chick was huge and the other one was just just svelte you know and it's like okay that's a perfect example right there of it's not genetics it's who can put the fucking chicken wing down who can't okay and so it i don't think that that should play as well you know as heavy as a role now if they if they do blood work and they go oh well you've got genetic markers for x y or z i can understand that same here But that's not it, no. the, in the in the pre qualification. You must be under you know thirty five. Right. I qualify. You must have graduated high school. I qualify. You must be you know not have any major issues. Mm-hmm. I'm like I qualify. You know like especially five years ago I qualified for all this. I mean, that's when we really could have used thirty five thousand mm. dollars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So anyways. Anyways, sell your eggs. It's a great way to make money. If you still have a testicle, also. Yeah, a they, working testicle. Right. And they do make the testicle, like, you can get the uh, vanity. The replacements. The vanity testicles, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've always thought it would be kind of funny to, like, get, like, one the, what, like the one nut that's fake, and they do, like, the old school, like, Reebok pump shoes, where you, and you get a boner, and then you They the, make those. No, I know, but I, I want I want one within the ball sack, not, like, you know, cause I've seen the ones, like, it's, like, the pump on the side of the guy's yeah. belt, but, like, no, literally, like, like, you're squeezing the sack like you would, like, those old re- school Reebok shoes. And then I yeah. think they make that. I think of... they make that. I think that the thing that you're talking about is the real thing. Nice. If only I had patented that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see your patent application on that, like a little little drawing of a, of a penis with a Reebok shoe. Well, no. But see, what you do is the first penis is all flaccid and sad, <laughs> and then after a few pumps, it's like yay! <laughs> got a big smiley sad face on penis? it. Sad penis. Happy penis. <laughs> Okay, well, that got goofy real quick. Let's put this to bed. <laughs> Let's do that. All right, so if you want to contact us, you can send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com, or you can leave us a voicemail, 503-609-0375, or if you want to have like fancy recording audio equipment, like thousands of dollars worth of really nice Pro Tools gear, and you want to leave us a congratulatory voice. No, <laughs> but no, seriously. I feel you... like that was a really specific. <laughs> hmm, thing. I wonder who that was. <laughs> but if you don't, but like on your phone, you have the voice recording app, whatever. So if you don't want to, you know, some people get like even Killa. He got really gun shy trying to leave that hundredth um, episode voicemail. And he said it took him a few attempts. So use the voice recording app on your phone until you get it right. Email it to us. Um, We'll play it on the show. We have the technology. We can do that. Uh, you can, did I ever say the email address? If, I don't know. No, I didn't. Uh, wait, yeah, I did. Did I? No. Yes. No. Maybe. Sure. Well, either way, it's grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. Sorry if I repeat myself there. Or you can email us Justin and or Jody at badparentingpodcast.com. And get not, not Justin and or Jody, but Justin you, at badparentingpodcast.com. Or Jody at badparenting. They can do, if they, wanted to, if they want to take the long way around about it and do it, they can do it that way too. They could put Justin and Jody and it would do the same thing that Grounded does. But hey, some people like the complicated method, so it's all good. Um, on Facebook's MySpaces, no, no, not MySpaces. 
Instagrams. That's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> I'm like, we have a MySpace? God, I threw back to like 2005, that one. Awesome. No, we don't have a MySpace. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you search for Bad Parenting Podcast, you're on there. You'll find us on there. Um, and then uh, if you want, or if you could, rate, review, and subscribe. That would be awesome. Yeah, we love new ratings. I think totally our, hip. We, we got a new rating from Izzy a while back. Ooh. I'm pretty sure I thanked him for it, but if not, thank you, sir. Oh, we did. I remember. Okay, good. Unless and, I'm totally wrong. And, then and you know, we, we also check the show notes. We have other podcasts that we like to support. We put them yep. in the show notes. Yep, yep. Um, and, you know, go check out their shows. If you like their shows as well, rate, review, and subscribe. And let us all know how you're doing. Oh, and we did hit a milestone this week. Not only did we have our 100th episode last week, but then after we had the 100th episode, we got our 100th like to the Facebook page. It was like the stars aligned and like the universe was trying to tell us something like we're awesome or whatever, right? So at least that's what I'm going with. <laughs> you keep going right <laughs> along. I'll just keep patting myself yeah. on the back right there. <laughs> doing. All right. Doing. Um, otherwise, if you have nothing else to add, babe. Um, I, yeah, I'm done. All right. Well, until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast. A conversational show about all aspects of parenting. The good, the bad, and the smelly. No, no, no. Well, well, let's see. The, the, we, the, feel, the, the funny part is, is like we feel like we – I have the same feeling. Like we really went in deep, deep about it, and we did. And that's the episode that didn't get published because – Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all done now. Here it goes.